Civil danger warning. A disaster of unknown type has occurred. Normal programming has been suspended. Gary. Gary, have you wired it up? This is not a test. Okay, let's get going. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. Hello and welcome to Free Yorkshire Radio. Gary has hacked into the battery of a cyborg that came from the future to assassinate Gary to prevent him from leading a resistance against a future mechanoid uprising. Fortunately for Gary though, after a heavy night of drinking, he had borrowed a few sets of traffic lights and left them strewn around his flat. The robot could not identify which areas of the flat had traffic lights in them and was unable to complete his mission. Okay, Gary, flip the switch. And we now should have enough power for our show. My name, of course, is Lloyd Becklesnip, and we'll be bringing you all the latest government-approved news and stories from the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire, the mightiest of the many new nation-states that, several decades ago, emerged from the troubled era that was early 21st century Britain. In this special episode, we'll be spending the day in Skelmanthorpe as Yorkshire's finest, the Secret Police, host an open day to inspire new recruits into their clandestine ranks. We'll be visiting the various stalls they've set up to promote the important work that they do, and we'll be listening in on a talk that a detective inspector gave to the local primary school. But first, as spring returns to our fertile landscape, we know that many of you will be out foraging for supplies after a particularly harsh winter that saw many of us jamming straws into our own arms so that we could drink our own blood. So the government has issued these guidelines and warnings as to what you can and cannot collect. The nuclear locusts of Bramon Wood have returned and authorities are encouraging the populace to feast on them to your heart's delight as that will help to avoid another decimation of our crops. But be careful, as the ones larger than cats can cause severe indigestion. There's been a bumper yield of a wide variety of mushrooms in the Pontefract marshes. The simple advice is, the redder they are, the deader you might be. So simply bring along an expendable family member to find out what shade of scarlet is a touch too much and enjoy yourself on anything pinker than that. The latest Barnsley zombie outbreak has now been napalmed and the corpses will be dumped into the local quarry at noon on Sunday. So make sure you get there early if you want to get your teeth into some flame-grilled undead flesh. As a special spring treat, at 2pm the local air force will be drizzling some melted Wensleydale on the remaining scraps. Make sure you're clear of the area when this happens though, as it will have been microwaved and will burn through your skin, blood vessels, bones and any medical metal rods that you may have had inserted in your body. And now it's time to join the glorious Free Republic of Yorkshire's secret police open day in Skelmanthorpe. I began by perusing some of the stalls that the Black Van Warriors had set up to entice the next generation into their ranks. First, I came upon a booth that was selling a wide variety of uniquely designed police equipment. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. And I'm in the market soaking up all the sights, the sounds, the many screams and sounds of tasers and thwacks going on, the smells of suspects sweating, fleshly drawn blood and all the other delightful aromas we all associate with our local secret police station. 
And as I wander around, I see very many interesting and fascinating stalls. So I'm just going to go up to a few stall holders now and find out what exactly is going on. And I see one here. Oh, it's very interesting array of battens and truncheons. So, sir, what's your name, if I may ask? Cheekstone. Cheekstone. Yes. And what exactly is your stall selling today? Well, as you can see, it's my name above the door. It's Stones, Batons and Truncheons Bespoke. Now, what we do is we take the traditional baton and me and the missus just jazz them up a little bit. This one is red and gold. Very fancy. And it's not just colours. I mean, there's one wrapped in barbed wire, one with broken glass stuck onto it. I mean, you're really pepping up these truncheons from just being fairly routine weapons of assault to lethal instruments. Absolutely. It's what we do because the Stone family, we believe in justice and justice is hard. With the barbed wire one, I figured if they got hit with barbed wire, they probably wouldn't like that. And that barbed wire... It's made from solid sterling silver, so it'll poison them as well. And if there happen to be a werewolf, it'll do them in as well. So you're getting two for one there. Oh, we have a customer come along. Uh, hello. Hi, I just wanted to say that I love the bespoke things. I'm actually an LGBT secret police officer. And honestly, it's so inspiring the way he like made me a special rainbow-coloured truncheon. I just felt so included when I was beating up protesters. It's such great allyship, and that's what I like to see, is we're all coming together to oppress the people who oppose us. Exactly that, exactly that. Now, you see, we've got the batons over here. We've got the rainbow, bi flag, pansexual flag, asexual flag we've got them all such an inspiration and if we've missed one first of all i do apologize second of all we'll make one for you two to three weeks and are there any special modifications you've made for the lgbt truncheons above and beyond the colors well we've got one here that's got a built-in gaydar okay yeah it's that high-pitched beeping noise you sort of could hear as i was approaching can i just use you as a quick example here I'll be honest, it's not the best design idea because I used to have one, but it was just constantly beeping truncheon. Which when you're trying to sneak up on like a homeless person who you need to clear out of the street, it really gives them warning and that's not what we want to do. We want to pepper spray them before they even know we're here. Because that's what being an LGBTQ plus police officer is all about. If you notice in the handle, it does have a retractable pepper spray compartment as well. I do like that. Maybe just a simple mute button for the gaydar would be your next modification. Tell you what, we'll do that in the Mark III. Vibrate only mode. Vibrates only mode. I'll run that by the wife. That's a banging idea, Lloyd. See, not just a pretty voice, are you? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. Wonderful to hear that our force is so inclusive these days in the ways that they oppress each and every one of us equally. Next, we're going to eavesdrop on a talk from a detective inspector as he addresses the local primary school to teach the eager young minds about the ways of this secretive, brutal arm of government. Now, boys and girls and mongrels, Today, we've got a very special visitor. 
and they're going to tell us all about what it's like to be part of the secret police force. So everyone put your hands together and say a big welcome to Captain Ahab. Yay! Yay, welcome. Hello! Uh, it's uh, Detective Inspector, actually. Uh... Thank you, Detective Inspector Ahab. I'm sorry for offending you by getting your title wrong. It's fine, I've, I've been called worse. <laughs> Today, on behalf of the Yorkshire Secret Police, I'm going to be giving you a presentation on crime prevention tips for the citizens of Yorkshire. If you do have any questions, raise your hand and I will get to you. Does everybody understand that? Yeah. 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 Now, what is a crime? Well, a crime is when somebody does something wrong against the rules or laws as they are more commonly known. Now, what's a rule in the classroom? Um, yes. I just wanted to ask when you said a, a crime is something wrong. Jamie flipped one of his bogeys at me earlier. Can you arrest him, please? Now, I can't arrest him because although it is very wrong, Jamie, disgusting, in fact, it is not, in fact, a crime. The teacher always says that I shouldn't do any more arson. Is that a crime? That, that is a crime, yes, that is a crime. Okay, so I should put this out. Yeah, if you could, that'd be fantastic. Goodbye, friend. No more fire today. Now, what can we do to prevent crime in the classroom and the community? Yes, um, arson boy. Is fire the answer? No, fire is never the answer, except for what do I put in this fireplace? But it's so pretty. Can you burn Jamie? I wouldn't mind it if you burnt Jamie. He's still flicking his bogeys at me. Now, you see, fire by itself is okay, but fire plus anything or anyone else is a crime. What about anywhere else? If I set fire to my dad's neighbor's house because dad's neighbor is mean, that's not a thing or a person that's aware now that is aware but if i just skip forward in my presentation the best place to commit arson is one of the that's right the yorkshire police approve arson points the locations are available at your local council office don't burn down the office get the pamphlet now does anybody have any idea on how we can minimize crime Yes, uh, Jamie, was it? My dad says if we kill all the criminals before they do it, then there will be no crime. Now, in theory, that could work. However, new criminals would grow and take their place. Can you grow criminals? It's me, Tarquin Mononym. Mononym. Let's just go with Tarquin. My dad says that what we need to do is we need to keep some of the criminals alive as a lesson. So, like, my uncle was naughty, and then he went to a re-education facility, and now he can't eat cheese. But to be fair, he did eat a non-Yorkshire cheese, so it was right what happened to him. I mean, you know, you've answered your own question there, Tarquin Monolith. Momonin. 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 Yeah, Tarquin. So it's Chandler here. I think another way to prevent crime would be to make Tarquin Monorail sit in a paddling pool at all times. Chandler, that is an excellent example 
of how we can prevent crime. Because if Tarquin Monograph is in a pool, he cannot set fire to a pool. What if I have oil? Because oil floats on top. I think we should see what happens if we let Tarquin Monograph sit in a paddling pool full of oil. I think we should save that for when the fireman is doing a talk. So maybe bring it up with him. But what do we call the victims of crimes? Does anybody know? Crinnies. Stupid. Dave. No, they are victims. Because the person my dad hit with his car was called Dave. Sir, why are they all called Vic and Tim? Yeah. I've got an auntie Vic. Is she going to get attacked by a criminal? I'll be with you in a sec, kids. Uh, teacher, how, how, how long is left of the class? Well, I was thinking as long as it takes me to finish this pack and then this pack and then this cigar. Okay, that's fine. So anybody can be a victim. No, Tarquin. No, this is not for you. For example, I could throttle your teacher and he would be a victim of crime. I'm not going to, but I could. I really could. Hey, Daddy. It's Detective Inspector. Now. Hey, Detective Inspector Daddy. Stop it. Right. Now, in order to prevent yourself from Why becoming have you gone a all victim. Red? Why have you gone all red? Are you a victim now? You should be making me turn all red because I can't breathe, Daddy. It's just a very warm classroom. Um, Are you alone, Detective? I, I feel alone right now, yes. But um, one of the things that you can do from being a regular citizen... Does the idea of intimacy scare you, Detective Inspector Ahab? Are you allowed to have boyfriends or girlfriends? My daddy says that you're all pig fuckers. Is that what you do instead? Right, okay. Is that why you're red? Tarquin, that's not true. Chandler, that's not why I'm red. Jamie, as you may have heard, in order to join the secret police, you mustn't take a husband nor wife. So we are a completely celibate police force. My aunt has a special truncheon, which she dates. Is that what your truncheons are for? Not exclusively, but can be used for that, yes. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. What a fascinating chat that was. So inspiring to hear the keen minds of the next generation be moulded into tools of fear and tyranny. We're going to return now to the police market, and the next stall features two very creative officers who are using remnants from their work in their art. And we're just uh, wandering on to the next stall here. I see it's bedecked with all kinds of marvellous artwork, sculptures. There's some jewellery here as well. We've got a couple of interested gentlemen running the stall. Good day to you both. Good day to you. It's Lloyd from the radio, right? That's right. And you are? I am Sean Speckleman. Sean Speckleman. That's me. Delighted to meet your acquaintance and your friend. Uh, what's your name? Oh, this is John Paul. My name is Jean-Pierre. Oh, oh, sorry. I, I get these French names so mixed up. You disgust me. I'm sensing a little bit of tension at this stall. Is this the inspiration from your art? Well, what's happened is when we're interrogating people, there's all this blood and teeth. Okay. And we thought we can use this. The inspiration began when there was a suspect who I uh, cut across the back of my hands and there was a great spirit of blood and I saw it splatter against the interrogation wall and it was 
incroyable. And I thought, what if that is my next great masterpiece? And then when I was creating this, uh, this little hamster person came over and was like, oh, you have been knocking out a lot of teeth. And I was like, yes, and, and you know how like a lipophatic little dog will beg for scraps from your plate. So he was like, uh, can I make a necklace out of the tooth? If my shit can help you grow food, then sure. Sure, why not? I'm not going to keep it. So that's what you're doing, Sean? You're feeding on the scraps of this great artist to make some necklaces? I disagree. I've taken my fair share of teeth. By the racks of necklaces I'm seeing before me, you've taken way more than your fair share of teeth. It's a joint effort. You see, we put down a canvas, we bring in a suspect, the teeth, they're mines, I keep them. Yes, yes, my scraps. And he gets to keep any blood that lands on the canvas. And, you know, it's been a good partnership. Yes, it's uh, like uh, you have a great genius and then you have a little old lady who can't read who brings him tea. It is like that dynamic. You are like my little old illiterate tea lady. Sometimes uh, you see Jean-Pierre thinks he's a genius, you see, but really he's, he's not. Yes, that is why my art is in the Yorkshire Sculpture Park and your tooth seller in Primark. Many people have bought them. It's a sign of how popular they are. Exactly. Uh, the peasants, the, the uh, uh, what is the word, the, the shit munchers. Very popular amongst the cultureless shit munchers. Uh, well, obviously, we've got slight difference of opinion here on how your art is received but I'm interested to know you, you obviously work together and you work with the, the material you get through beating anyone who's suspected of a crime to within an inch of their life which is the Yorkshire way but have you ever been commissioned to do an art or work and then had to go out and find a suitable suspect? I mean I don't think we've actually solved a crime in about 18 months it's mainly been about again the materials for six months, I forgot I was a police officer. Of course you did, because you're a, a simpleton. You know what, I'm putting a divider back up between these stalls. You see why this little clown boy needs me to do the big thinking, yes. I think you might want to soundproof that divider. Yes, I, uh, this was a scheme which I championed, and now I'm really starting to think. <laughs> you're starting to think that's the first! <laughs> I don't even like the art. Have you noticed all his paintings look the same? It's all just red and white. That's not just red and white. You'll see the infected blood. That is black. It all looks the same to me. Oh, it looks the same to me. Shut up and go back to your parents. There is definitely a theme running through these pictures. This interview is over. And there have been doubts over whether you're actually French or not. His actual name's John Peter. I will cut you You're just putting on the accent to sell the art. This is ridiculous. I refuse to answer these questions. That's not a French accent. What's this, Lloyd? The beret comes right off. Of course it comes right off. It's a hat. And here come the officers to drag away Jean-Pierre, Jean-Paul, whatever his name might have been for the crime of impersonating a Frenchman. So as we wander along to the next stall, oh, there's a big array of police equipment here that they seem to be letting the public have it go on. Oh, I like the look of this taser. Oi, you like the looks of that one? God, it's got a real spark to it. Oi, you got a real punch that one has, the old Taser Mark 12. 
right. It leaves 12 marks just from the one tase. Exactly. Goes in there like a whole bunch of spines, like one of those fish that swims up your penis in the river. Oh, blimey. You want to have a go on it? Oh, I'd love to. Not you, obviously. We've got a whole bunch of swamp mongrels back there that we can test them on. Okay, marvellous. I'm going to have a go with this. Now, there you go. Oh, blimey. He's completely fried, top to bottom. You could eat him. Oh, it was tasty, that. I'll just have a quick look, and that particular swamp mongrel was guilty of burglary. So, well done, mate. Well done. I've done my good deed for the day. So, can you cook with this taser as well? Oh, it can cook, it can fry, it can do all kinds of stuff. It can even poach sometimes. Depends on the setting and that. Oh, right. This knob at the side. Yeah, so what you need, position one, mark delta, and that'll poach any target. Okay, uh, do you need uh, another swamp mongrel to try it on? Please... Please, this, this madman forced me to dress up as a swamp mongrel. I have a family. Please. The air vents in here sound a little bit haunted sometimes, they say, but go ahead. I'm going to steam this one. Is that all right? Here we go. Please, sir, have mercy. All right, steam it. Please, please, I have a bad... <laughs> Look at him. He's going up into the bloody vent. That's incredible. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's got a fricassee setting. Oh, yeah, got a hand blender on it and everything. Please, please, I was just impersonating a Frenchman. I do not deserve to be dressed up as a swamp mongrel and taste to death. I'm going to blend him. Please, have mercy. Quick, make sure he's dead. Make sure he's dead. No, he ain't going up from that. So what other devices have you got here? Oh, we got all sorts. We got the tasers. We've got crossbows, longbows, short bows, all kinds of bows that you could imagine. Bow of a ship. I'm just kidding on that last one, of course. We've also got a handguns and foot guns as well. That's a new one. A foot gun? Foot gun, aye. That's for when you want to shoot somebody in the ankles, I presume. Yeah, it's for shooting in the ankles there. So if you've got a shoe on, take that off and put this shoe on there. You'll notice that the barrel is in the heel. Is that why you're going to release these suspects? And I'll see if I can shoot them. Yeah, so they're going to run across the range here, six at a time. So get as many as you can. <laughs> we told them that the last one will let free, but uh, ain't going to happen. But let me know when you're ready. Okay, release the suspects. I'll just get the lever. There. Oh, we didn't do anything. Oh. I actually am German. I'm not just doing with accents. Please have mercy. Oh. Ricochet. Oh, bloody hell there, mate. Looks as though you've done yourself in there. Are you okay? I've, I've shot myself in the foot with a foot gun. All right, okay, let's get that off of you then. Can we get a medic over here? Oh, oh, oh hello, I'm the medic. Oh, it's Dozy Dave. Uh, what's the problem? I've shot myself in the foot with a foot gun. Right, it's got played through, which is a good thing. Can you fill the hole? It's a bit chilly in the wind. I can stick a bit of polyfiller in the owl. That's setting number three on the taser there, Dave. Oh, yeah, yeah, give it here. Okay. All right, you're going to feel a bit... Oh. Okay. Oh. Uh, how many toes did you need? All six. Okay, well, you've only got four now. I could rip two off the suspects over there. You did get a couple of them. Oh, would you? Thank you. That would be so kind of you. Chuck us the taser here. It's got an amputation setting as well. The community spirit at this police day is really touching my heart. It's what this outreach day is all about. There you go, mate. See, told you, man. It's not all about hitting minors in the head. This is Free Yorkshire Radio. And I'm glad to say that those harvested digits did just the trick and my mangled foot was back to normal in no time. 
We should have time for one more trip to the market, but first let's hear from Skelmanthorpe's Little Wonders Primary School as Detective Inspector Ahab explains how to avoid becoming a victim of crime. In order to not be a victim, you need to make sure you don't look like a mug. Now, does anybody know what a mug looks like? Someone that's never had a boyfriend or girlfriend talking to a bunch of children. All right, Jamie. I think it looks like Jamie. Jamie's a mug. Hey. Mm. I'm agreeing with you, Tarquin, here, yeah. You can't do that. He does look like a mug. Does that mean we can legally commit crimes against Tarquin? No, we cannot. But you said it was okay to commit crimes if they looked like a mug. I said it was not okay to commit crimes under any circumstances. The best way to prevent crimes from happening to you is to not look like a mug. Surely if someone looks like a mug, we can then mug them. That can't be wrong. Yeah. Because they're saying, I'm a mug, please mug me. Give me your money. It'd be rude not to mug them. Give me your money or I'll, I'll cut you. Now, you see, that is a threat, which is a crime. Now, what Tarquin's done there is he's committed a crime by verbally threatening a fellow student. So it's a crime because they didn't follow through and lying is wrong. We don't need to hear about you following through, Tarquin. Cut Jamie. Cut Jamie. Cut Jamie. Cut Jamie. Cut Jamie. Cut Jamie. Stop it. Stop it. No. Let's see how you can pick bogeys when you don't have any fingers left. Jamie, what can you do to make yourself look... Less like a mug. You could stop sellotaping handles to the side of your head. I did that. Now, what can we do to keep our families safe from a crime? Well, you need to make sure your family knows your general whereabouts for the day. They don't need to know everything, but they need to know enough. Officer, sir. Officer, sir. Yes, Chandler. Why do you care about families? Because you will never know love and you will never know how to hold your own child in your arms and the magic of that bond. Your heart shall remain empty forevermore because you're celibate. You can't relate to that because you're dead inside. Well, I've got a niece and nephew. That's family. They don't think of you as family. No, secret police are... are Well-respected into the community. No, they are the untouchables. They are the other. Is no witnesses a way to protect your family? That's an excellent point, uh, Tarquin. Sorry, I'm getting you all mixed up. Don't call me Jamie. I'm not that shit little weirdo. Shit little weirdo. (laughs) He agrees. He called you a shitty little weirdo. He repeated it out of disbelief. It's just very different from when I was your age. I find it very hard to believe that you weren't bullied relentlessly at school, Officer Ahab. You certainly look like you were. Especially with that face. And all of you bullied. That's why you become secret police officers. Every secret policeman has their own secret reasons why they join the secret police. Yours is because you were bullied and you fear intimacy. Uh, that, no, no. Is it because when you're a secret policeman, you're not allowed to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and that was easier to explain than nobody wanted you. Uh, um, No, back before I was a secret policeman, I was up to my shoulders in lovers. I don't think that's true, is it, Detective Inspector Ahab? I think if you're honest with us, you will tell us that you've never experienced the touch of another human. Not even your mum hugged you. 
Now, uh, that's a, a really good point there, Chandler. Now, speaking of touching humans... I think if we were nice to you now, you might start crying. We need to uh, just, just move move swiftly on to... Um, Would you like a sweet detector for Officer Ahab? I'm, I'm good. I've only got one left. I'm going to give you my last sweet. That's that's okay, Chandler. You 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 keep that for yourself. Don't take it. Chandler's a poisoner. Chandler is is that true? Is that sweet poisoned? Ask what happened to John. Shut up, Tarquin. I'm not going to give you any more corpses to burn. John smelled so good, though. We had a deal. I supplied the corpses. You got to burn them, and you've ruined it now. Well, you don't supply them anymore. There's only three people in the classroom now. Everyone else is dead. And I don't want to poison Jamie because he's mean. I like to poison my friends because then I can play with them afterwards. Now, Tarquin, whereabouts did you burn the bodies? I saw it. It was at the bottom. I promised I'd never speak about this. And it's wrong to break a promise. So, illegally, I'm not allowed to answer that. Now, it might be wrong to break a promise, but it's not illegal. But something that is right and morally acceptable is ratting out. Now, does anybody know what ratting out is? I do, because I saw this all from the bushes. I've got a question. Does anyone know what snitches get? Snitches get rewarded. Yeah, with fire. Yes, that's right, Tarquin. Snitches get fire. Protect me, sir. Okay, I've put the kindling round Jamie's desk. No, no, sir, help me. Go do your best, Tarquin. Sir, sir, are you just going to continue the presentation? Can this wait until break time? I have to get through this, one way or the other. Inspector, if you turn the other way while we set this fire, I'll give you the teacher's phone number. Secret police, I already have it. I'll tell you what he's into. Oh, we know. We know. Hey, Detective Inspector Daddy. I... There's actual steam coming out of your ears now, Inspector. If the home is... I've never seen a man so aroused. If the if the home is well... If the home is well lit, then crime is less likely statistically to happen. Yeah, yeah, so you should set fire to things so then it's well lit. Oh, my God. And then oh. there's no space for crime. Let's make sure Jamie is well lit. It's 3, it's 3 p.m. We're not lighting Jamie on fire. What time can we light Jamie on fire? Any time at the designated arson points. Jamie, do you want to go for a walk? No. I've got sweeties, Jamie. They're your favourite. No. Detective Ahab, please take me to the station. I want to turn informer. Secret informer. Right, okay. Yes, yes. Jamie, you know what it takes to join the secret police? Will you swear off a life of dick and pussy? Detective, do, do you think you might be under investigation now? Shut up, Tarquin! I can hear the sirens in the background. There's more policemen coming in. They're dragging Detective Ahab away. Bye, Detective Ahab! Ah! Ah, go easy! Ah. Take me with you! Okay, Tarquin, go for it with the matches. Jamie's not got his protection anymore. Jamie, just do that quietly. Well, I think we all learned a lot today. And next week, we're having our 743rd visit from the fire department, Tarquin. Radio. 
I can see that the cyborg's eyes have started glowing a rather ominous shade of red, but if we're quick, we can squeeze in one final visit to the secret police market. And the last stall on my visit had a rather unusual version of Pin the Tail on the Donkey. I'm just running on to the last stall on the lane here. It seems to be a lot of fun and games going on. They've got a plant the drugs on the suspects game. That sounds like it could be fun. Are you in charge of that? Uh, yeah, I am, yeah. So what's the thinking of this stall? Well, you know, it's just a bit of fun and games, you know, for the kids and that. So we figured we'd try and plant drugs on the suspects. Do you want to have a go? Yeah, I'd love to. Can I just pick anyone who I think is suspicious looking and I can slip some drugs into their pocket? Yeah, absolutely. Excuse me, sir. What's that you got in your hand there? Uh, me, uh, it's... Yeah, you have a microphone. It's a bag of yeah, okay, I, I think we better take you in. We better uh, have a talk about where exactly you got those substances. But he just, he just gave, do you tell, tell them that you just gave them to me? Oh, who are you? I'm Lloyd Becklesnip. I'm from Free Yorkshire Radio. Mr Becklesnip, maybe uh, you should uh, come with here and not try and accuse my colleagues of anything. What? But they, they put those drugs in my hand. It was them. Do you have a witness? Are you saying we planted drugs on you, sir? Do you have any evidence to support that claim? Uh, I've got, I've got the whole thing on tape. Oh, this tape here. What? Yeah, I think you should uh, come with me, sir. Your truncheon is very nicely coloured, but it does have a lot of barbed wire on it. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'll let... Ah! Look, the school's on fire. Shouldn't you be attending to that? Well, I think that's the firefighter's jurisdiction. If uh... <laughs> Sleepy Dave's the firefighter on duty, I believe. He's got a lot of jobs and he's terrible at all of them. Aye, but he's cheap. You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio. After some light concussion and heavy bribing, I was able to convince our esteemed secret police force that they had, in fact, made an error, and I was released to present this show. So, if you're interested in joining up to protect and serve, fill out an application online, or, easier yet, stand on any street corner and just shout, down with cops, and a black van will be along in seconds to whisk you away to a training-slash-re-education centre. <laughs> Oh, the cyborg has now fully revived and is making a beeline for Gary. Watch out, Gary, or apparently your vista is going to get hasted. Well, I guess that's the end of another show. Cheerio, and until next time, may all your brews be strong, may all your puddings be fettled, and may all your swamp mongrels be radiation-free. Tara. Communications have been severely disrupted. Make sure you have food, water, and a battery-powered radio with you. This is not a test. Hi, thanks for listening. I'm Noel Curry, and this show featured Alex Dunlop, Quimby Harley, and Josh Wyatt. You can find out more about these wonderful improvisers in the information section of this podcast, and you can follow this podcast on Facebook at Free Yorks Radio. We'll be back next month, but if you enjoyed this, then you know what to do. Please subscribe, share, rate, and review. Thanks. Yo, what's up? You're listening to Free Yorkshire Radio.